This is FS Uncovered, podcast of M&M Service Company, serving our customers' needs by providing excellent products, services, and innovative solutions. So today we are here visiting with Brian Keith, Energy Analyst for Growmark. So Brian, you're new to the show. Can you give us a little background about yourself and how you came to be in the role you are today? Sure. Thanks for uh, uh, having me. Um, I started in this role uh, as a uh, in energy risk management um, at Growmark um, almost two years ago. Uh, February, it'll be two years. And um, before that, I, I worked um, at Growmark in a in the biodiesel um, product manager role uh, for a couple of years. Uh, prior to that, um, I had worked in various roles in uh, customer service with energy support and uh, totaling uh, 10 years with Growmark now. Before that, um, I graduated from, and I have a degree in construction management, uh, minor in business administration, and uh, my, I make my, my hometown is Fisher, Illinois, uh, about uh, 45 minutes here from Bloomington, Normal, Illinois, so a small community, uh, farming community, so uh, uh, farming and uh, small town life kind of runs in my blood, so uh, I have a deep appreciation for the work that, uh, that Growmark does in the FS system. Very cool, Brian. Um, thank you again for, for taking the time to, to, uh, to talk with us for a little bit this morning. I know, uh, any more with, with your role, with your job, there's not a day that goes by that something's, something's not going on and, uh, tremendously busy all the time with, uh, with just the, you know, how wild the market is. So uh, we don't want to take up a ton of your time. Just want to say again, appreciate you, uh, to, uh, jumping on with us this morning, you know, right now I think that you know with with everything kind of going so fast, we have a tremendous amount of uncertainty that comes into the market every single day. Um, not getting any kind of specifics, but wh- what do you think is the s- some main things that uh, users need to look at when they um, want to, you know, kind of whether it's fuel, propane, you know, diesel fuel, gasoline, propane, what, what do they want to look for um, in the marketplace as far as, time, you know, time to jump in? I know it's it's easy to say that, you know, everybody wants to just buy at the lowest. and But obviously, you know, that's a, that's a difficult task at hand, especially now. Uh, but what are some things that, that, that users need to look for, think about, uh, when they want to look at and make those buying decisions. Yeah, so uh, th- thanks, Tony. I appreciate uh, appreciate you having me on too. Um, so I think you know some of the things that we're looking at right now are, for instance, um, uh, like crude is hitting uh, um, some of its lows we haven't seen since mid to late December of 2021. Right now, so. There's been a lot of progression downwards. Uh, you're seeing a lot of um, um, renewed recessionary fears from interest rate increases uh, on the Fed side. So there's a lot of pressure right now. Uh, a lot of data coming out in economic, uh, from an economic point of view, that is kind of indicating that uh, there's a slowdown uh, in the works that has been in the works for quite a while. Um, going along with that, uh, distillates have been down. Uh, hit their low um, with the way that uh, uh, the market futures being down, uh, basis values being down at uh, 
at, at least a, a three-year lows at this point. Uh, distillate values, as I was kind of saying there, are, futures are at uh, lows we haven't seen uh, since February last year before uh, the war in uh, Ukraine broke out. So, um, you know, we've seen some momentum down here. We're not trying to catch the low when it comes to the market, kind of like you mentioned. But, you know, we are, we do um, advocate for layering in uh, in any contracting that you're going to do um, um, so that you can try to uh, risk off play there and, and really try to capture maybe some of those lower values, but also realizing that uh, we may not have hit the bottom. There still might be a little bit more to go, but really trying to capture some of that value in the market um, by doing that. So ton of volatility in the market um, ever since COVID broke out over the last couple of years. So uh, I would say look at, you know, look at where the market is, be in contact with your your salesman or your your, your local person and, and have them get a hold of us. And, and uh, you know, we are, are happy to provide any kind of insight on what, what we're seeing in the market to help make uh, decisions on contracting. You, you mentioned like the layered approach, you know, that, that's especially, you know, the last couple of years since COVID that you mentioned, um, we've got a tremendous volatility on both sides, uh, up and down. It just seems that any, anything in the new, any headline, any, any headlines just going to move, move the needle, you know, in multiple different directions. And, when you when you want to take a plunge all at once, it doesn't seem like that's the uh, that's sort of the best move uh, uh, to do. And that layered approach is definitely something that's gonna it may be not the most attractive thing to do, uh, but it, it, it seems like that's had the, that's been the best strategy the last couple of years with the volatility that we've seen. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, you know that. Uh, layering in is, is never going to win you, uh, you know, is never going to give you first prize when it comes to uh, being the low in the market. Um, you're never going to completely achieve your, maybe, you know, what you had hoped to achieve. Um, I think, you know, as, as you and I have talked in the past that, that uh, you know, it, it may end up that when you, when you do some contracting, you may end up, end up hitting the high in the market. And, and, uh, but at the same time, you know, if you, if you're just putting on a small portion or portioning at a time, um, then you really, you know, set yourself up to average out uh, pricing that uh, is is much more um, acceptable and much more uh, uh, attainable in the market, which, um, you know, is kind of what we're all looking for, that, that uh, we know that, that we're not, we don't have a crystal ball, so we can't predict when that market low is going to come, but just knowing that, uh, you know, you can feel some comfort that uh, that you did layer in, and you were able to bring that average price down, uh, which um, allows you to you know provide a better uh, end price for your uh, customers on the on the downside. So it's always a good thing. I, I've always looked at, um, especially the last few years, you know, having an understanding of what your cost is when, when you're when you're making those uh, buying decisions. Um, you know, no matter what industry you're in with it, whether it's on the farm construction truck you know wh- wh- however that goes if you're you know anytime you're projecting uh and you know you're using you know your pencil in whatever number uh and, and that number is allowing you to lock in a profit and you know you're able to contract at those numbers at the you know or maybe you know slightly below or, or, or in and around that number 
go ahead and make that make that buying decision. Uh, take that risk out, especially in the time uh, of intense volatility that we've seen. That way, you're not going to be subject to essentially the daily headline anymore. I've I've always you know I've I've advocated that here now for a little bit. Just have have that understanding of what that cost is. And mm-hmm. if you can if you can capture that, then 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 do it. Maybe not all of it, but do a decent percentage percentage of it. That way, you can lock in that profit. Yeah, and I think that's a great uh, approach. I think that, uh, um, and that's what what we advocate for in my in our risk management group is, you know, if you have a price that you feel comfortable with, and that you know you've you've taken into account all of your user costs and. Uh, um, everything kind of maps out and makes sense, uh, then, you know, why not go ahead and pull the trigger and, and get some, at least get a portion on the books. Um, that way you have something locked in and, and you can feel good about the fact that, uh, you know, in case that market does uh, uh, potentially go higher, you're not going to risk uh, locking in at a price that uh, that you're not comfortable with and, and that you're not kicking yourself later. But also knowing that uh, you know on the downside that the market may go lower, um, you have to be okay with with uh, knowing that uh, that things may not pan out exactly uh, how you in, how you intended. But you know know that uh, you locked in it at what a price you felt you were comfortable with and a price that made sense for uh, for your situation. So I, I think that's definitely a, a valid and good uh, good way of doing things. Yeah, and, and I, I think what holds a lot of people up, and even even myself. Is to not, um, not kind of capture maybe a maybe a uh, a price that, that that pencils in makes sense is, is that potential opportunity loss. Just the idea that it could get lower, and you know sometimes you just gotta get around that. You have to look, look past that and say, I, I understand it can go lower. Maybe I'm missing out on a potential opportunity, but at least here. And especially when you look at, you know, again, ever since, you know, ever since COVID, that winter of 20, when you think about the way the market, you know, the market has turned and the volatility that we've seen, uh, I feel like the risk factor is is greater than what it's ever been. Um, you know, you go back 10, 15 years ago and, you know, your day-to-day movement on, on, on fuels uh, you know, it might be a couple cents, half cent here, you know, maybe a couple cents in a week or, or something like that. And, and now, you know, especially since last February, where, uh, when the conflict in Ukraine, uh, first, first took off, uh, the volatility is just, is just been wild. Uh, you're, you know, we, we've, we've seen move, you know, it, it feels like a, uh, a 15 to 20 cent movement either way, uh, just feels like more, more like a normal day. And, and so I think, you know, now more than ever, I think that layered approach, that lock in that profit, uh, you know, even though you might, uh, lose, you know, lose an opportunity, uh, at, at, at having, having fuel, uh, locked in a little bit cheaper if, if it, if it would go down. But again, that goes back to that layering in, you know, if you, but if you buy at a rate, it goes down, you still have the opportunity to lock in more, uh, bring that average cost down. Yeah, and I think that, uh, um, like you said, the you know since February, those uh, I think that's what I took away most from what you said is since February we've seen you know crazy price swings uh, 
Um, it's not uncommon, um, at least to have, you know, these days to have um, one headline start the day that was um, providing momentum from the previous day's close um, that puts the market starting in one direction and then it completely flips on its head and goes the opposite direction in the afternoon. Um, you know, I think uh, a day or so ago we were up uh, in the market. Um, yeah, Tuesday. Eight to, eight to ten cents. And then by the end of the day, we were down almost uh, over 15. So uh, it's just, I, I hate to say it, but we look at it more now. So, you know, now uh, we look at more of it like as the norm more than anything else. Um, and, and it's frustrating because, you you know, especially as a, as a uh, somebody who's trying to lock in fuel and cling into the cost, you call in one point and then you call in an hour later and it's, you know, could be completely changed. Uh, maybe when you were expecting, you know, a cent or two difference, you know, suddenly we're seeing, you know, 10 cents or, or so difference in the market. And, uh, you know, it's frustrating. And, and uh, um, there's just so much uncertainty out there right now that it, that more than ever, I think, like you said, it's important to uh, once you get that price and you're on the phone and you're, you know, you're trying to decide whether to lock something in. If you, if you feel comfortable with that price, lock it in. Otherwise, you know, you could face the frustration later of of uh, seeing the market go higher and, and be in a place that you're not comfortable with. And and uh, more than anything else, I you know, that I think that's what we've learned over the last uh, 10 months or so is that things are really unpredictable in the market, uh, even more so now um, than what they were, you know, two years ago when COVID kind of ha- happened. But um, I, there's just a lot of, of Factors that are playing in the market, you you know, you still have ongoing uh, uh, COVID changes in in China that affect things day to day. The news of the G7 price cap that's affecting things, um, you know, that that also plays into that geopolitical situation um, over in Ukraine and Russia. So um, OPEC, you know, always is going to be a factor. So just a lot of different things that uh, are affecting, you know. Plus, you also have supply and demand, which is a fundamental picture that has a big impact, too. So a lot of factors at play that, that any one time during the day seem, seem to change and uh, completely change the direction of the market, too. Yep, it's been a, uh, it's been a volatile time. Uh, so uh, we, we don't, again, I, trying to be sensitive to, to your time, Brian, we don't want to take too much of it. Uh, we appreciate all the information that you've given. Um, you know, I feel like we've, we've gone over quite a bit here, uh, in, in the short time we've had you, uh, is there, is there anything, anything else, uh, any other advice that we haven't touched on, uh, up to this point that you'd have for, for, for a customer who's, who's, who's looking at, uh, making that best possible decision, uh, for their operation? I mean, I think more than anything, it's just one thing that we've that we've learned, even as a group in, the, in risk management, is to just try to tell people to be flexible. Because you know, um, like like we've discussed, that there's just with the uncertainty and the volatility in the market, it's just it's so much harder to make decisions from a uh, a fuel standpoint or you know any kind of decisions in the market. Uh, these days than what it was, um, you know, 10 months, even two years ago. So um, just knowing that, you know, being flexible is 
is kind of number one, and and knowing that uh, um, you know you may not hit the bottom, being okay with the fact that you may not hit the bottom when it comes to contracting or locking in fuel, um, but uh, uh, knowing that you you know you have someone you can reach out to and uh, and provide advice or um, give you that sense of, of direction, uh, you know maybe on uh, you know layering in or or reinforcing kind of uh, their approach um, with knowing their end user costs, um, I think is is key and and why we're here to, to provide advice and why we uh, like what we do is because um, you know we like uh, you know providing that direction and um, if we can you know uh, provide as much uh, idea of where we think the market's going to. So flexibility I think is, is the biggest thing and uh, you know I, I don't uh, anticipate that the market's going to get uh, any easier to understand or or the volatility is going to sell down anytime soon with uh, all those factors at play. So uh, I think think uh, keeping flexible and uh, and lean on your your uh, energy personnel to help uh, try to make decisions for you. Well, thank you so much for that advice and intel on, on the markets and how all those factors play into what's going on in the world and, you know, pricing and all of that. Uh, do you, Brian, do you have like a favorite place or website you go to when you want to see like a quick snapshot of what's going on that can, with, with all those factors? That sure. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest, uh, you know, sites, or, or news outlets that we cater to or that we, uh, that we, uh, look at each day is Reuters. They provide a, a really good kind of background on what commodity markets are doing and, um, even outside, you know, influence from commodity markets, uh, with, you know, that would be like, uh, the Fed raising interest rates, uh, with inflation being as high as it is, uh, kind of as an example. Um, but yeah, it, they, Reuters does a really good job of giving insight on, uh, Kind of what the latest is in the market and uh, what's um, what's going on out there and what to be aware of. Awesome, thanks. Yeah, just for the the average guy wanting to know what's going on. So awesome. Well, thank you again for spending time with us this morning and um, taking time out of your schedule to uh, talk with us. Absolutely. Uh, have a great uh, great uh, um, spring and fall. Uh, season and uh, be happy to join you guys again anytime soon. All right. Thanks again. Happy holidays. You too. <laughs> thanks. This has been FS Uncovered, podcast of Eminem Service Company. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Podbean or your supported podcast app.